0: I was going to create two more women just like I had come brought up like that kind of thing where it's like programmed into you like be a nice girl right be a sweet sweet little girl like oh you're supposed to be this way no we're not doing that like how how does what does that look like you know
1: Welcome to Openly Spoken, the podcast to help you show up, speak out, and be seen. Here you'll get to eavesdrop on connected women's conversations about self-love, confidence, healing, relationships, creativity, and more. I'm your host, Celia Antonio, and I am your guide to getting you grounded into your body, feeling your full spectrum of emotion, and expanding your fullest self-expression. I also pop in here from time to time with solo episodes where I give you tips, tricks, and resources like meditations, visualizations, and all the things to get you grounded, to get you to feel, to get you to alchemize, and to get you to expand and express yourself fully. I'm so grateful that you're here and I invite you to now put your hands on your heart, take a deep breath, set a tone for how you want to be as you show up for this podcast, Take what resonates in this podcast, leave out what doesn't resonate, and take some time to reflect and to contemplate. And if there's anything in the podcast you want to chat about, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at self-expressbabe. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome or welcome back to Openly Spoken. My name is Celia and I'm so grateful that you hit play on my audio creation today or my YouTube video today. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking with my friend Whitney Barron, who is a mother of two, a stepmother of one, and we're going to be talking about raising strong daughters. Whitney is a wife to what to me sounds like an incredible father from our past conversations and you're also going to hear some evidence of that today as we talk about raising strong daughters. Whitney is on a grand journey into seeking all the joy that life has to offer and owning who she is even though it differs from the quote norm around the area where she lives in the south of the U.S., And I thought this topic was perfect to talk about now and today specifically and to release and publish this episode today with International Women's Day being tomorrow and uh, also be on the lookout tomorrow for another episode because I'm going to be releasing a compilation episode of uh, some of my past guests here and people you haven't heard yet because I haven't published the episodes answering a question to what is their favorite part of womanhood so i kind of put all of those together into a little compilation and i thought it would be really cute to post that tomorrow for women's day so be on the lookout for that i do want to know with this call with Whitney that the audio wasn't the best i did what i could to doctor it up uh big shout out to all the people who post free adobe audition tutorials on youtube you really saved my booty on this one Um, but the conversation was still beautiful and if you do want to further connect with whitney her instagram is in the show notes below and lastly before we dive into today's episode i wanted to share with you my breast massage and embodiment course it's called heart magic you will want to be in this space if you want a deeper connection to your breasts and confidence regarding your boobs, if you are a human who has boobs, and if you want a deeper connection to your heart space, a deeper connection to your truth, and the unapologetic confidence to bring that truth to the world. Heart magic is a very healing space with personal practices to do on your own, deep dive journaling content, you'll also have access to recordings from our live held group embodiment sessions, and you're getting lifetime access to everything so within there there is a um there's all the guidance to starting your own breast massage practice I do offer a practice as well that's about 20 minutes and you got a journal that's kind of designed to do like do the practice every day for 11 days and do the journaling afterwards and then I also had uh, some group embodiment sessions because I feel like I feel like embodiment is a very good way to release what is coming up and I really wanted to give everyone that was in the space all of the tools that they could possibly need to move through the healing. So that's why there's embodiment sessions in there. We also had some women's healing circles. Those were unrecorded. Uh, I might do another one in the future depending on how many new like students we get in. So once there's like a group of new people like a significant amount of newer people then there would totally be like a group call that's unrecorded so we can all you know have like a women's circle that would be really fun I will say about the lifetime access to really jump on this like I know that I'm like biased because it's something that I've created and that I'm offering with my business but I am currently also like I wanted to share I'm currently in a coaching certification program from Leila Martin and I'm in her 2023 cohort of her sex love and relationship coaching program and this means that for sure heart magic is going to have some like extra stuff in there I've actually already been like adding bonuses and, and updating stuff and adding extra things in since I launched this originally which I launched it in yeah I launched it in October of 2022. I'm currently in Layla Martin's coaching program so yeah a little life update thrown into this invitation but if you're interested in heart magic I'm going to leave a link in the show notes down below. You can also use the code podcast for $30 off there's a link in the show notes. I would love to have you in there. If you have any questions about it first, feel free to reach out to me. You uh, see my Instagram below and you can also contact me on my website. All right, without further rambling, let's get into our conversation about Raising Strong Daughters with Whitney Barron.
0: But yes, two, we've got Chloe, the youngest, Callie the oldest. Um, both from different marriages. You know, they have different dads. That's been I feel like that's more common these days, but it's still not mm-hmm. like a common thing. I mean, we're we live in the south, so things are still very like traditional. You know. <sighs> buy the book you know I did not go buy the book (laughs) yeah (laughs) I I I feel like I was a result of I fell for everything like hook line and sinker I was just a product of 90s MTV (laughs) bullcrap you know so that originally was like my biggest goal was like not let that happen to my girls Right. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want them to think that they need validation because a guy, you know, a guy liking them is validation. A guy wanting to sleep with them is validation. Like Mm -hmm. that's so far from it, you know? Yeah. And that you've got, you're, you as a woman, you are a a, a vessel, a, a powerful force. You're a portal to, you know, the other Other worlds. So it's like you Mm -hmm. bring life into the world. There's just there's so much that by keeping us in that box, it keeps us from accessing. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's -hmm. almost like we're deliberately kept away from that because if, like, once we know it and and once we connect with that and we find that to be true, like, there's no getting us to conform to anything.
0: right there's no turning back yeah Yeah, put it back in the box
1: yeah exactly like
0: once you realize that it works Mm -hmm. that it's real and you feel it yeah 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 there's no there's no conforming at that point
1: yeah I'm so curious to know like I'm not sure if this relates to our topic at all but like this is what's popping into my mind so I guess this is what I'm supposed to ask you so I think it was three years ago now. Cardi B came out with a song called "WAP," and I'm so curious to know what your like initial reaction to that song was. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs>
0: like as a mom, as a mom, I'm like, oh, I could tell you, I don't even know. Like, all, I don't know the all the words to the song. I don't even. Yeah, know neither do the I.
1: Video. Yeah, but, I've seen I've seen the video, um, but I don't know I all don't know. the words. <laughs>
0: I don't know her message <laughs> um, I know, but I know that initially just hearing uh yeah, the lyrics, um, like I said, it's not exactly what I want my kids listening to, uh by instruction of the imagination, but um, that's not because I'm like, Oh, words are bad, you know this mm. is, it it's it's more I want them listening to things that. Which they're still not on board with but like you know my like super
1: affirmationy music you like know ton- so like tony jones like tony jones or tori uh, jones me, tony uh, jones me, i think
0: it's like um activation vibration mm-hmm. um i don't know all the names of all the people i just like put it on like my radio my like radio setting or whatever like pick a song and then mm-hmm. it just sits there and just plays all of that, like, high vibe music. I love that. So they don't, they buy in, they don't buy into everything that I tell them yet. You know, it's like, they're like, eh, mom, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but they see that things work. So yeah. for them, that's, that's when they're like, yeah, I know. You know. My words are spells. Yes, I know. Don't talk bad to myself, you know and you know speak what I want to existence they definitely are big on affirmations and the
1: you know, mm-hmm.
0: whole might work yourself deal
1: yeah but I love yeah, that piece so about
0: awesome. it was just crazy
1: yeah 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 I asked because like when that song first came out I was absolutely disgusted and so triggered And um, I also was thinking about like, you know, young girls are listening to this and young boys are listening to this. And Mm -hmm. like my initial reaction, I was like, wow, I feel like those like elderly people that were around and like rock and roll came out and they were like, those dang kids. Like, that's exactly how I felt. And um, I don't know if you know this, but like Kids Bop has their own version of that song. It's called. I did not know. It's called wings and pizza, and it's all about food. And they're like, <laughs> put those rolls in my mouth.
0: Get out! Get I'm serious.
1: Out. This is so <laughs> gross. I know it's so gross. <laughs> but oh another,
0: I, yeah.
1: Oh. Another reason oh. why why I asked too is like I was super triggered at first, but it like it ended up kind of initiating me diving into that part of myself like why am I not so comfortable with sexuality and like why does that have to be gross like there's there's songs by like 50 cent called the magic stick and like no one was outraged over that and there's like so many songs about like male genitalia and no one's outraged Mm -hmm. about that um so like I kind of went from like disgusted to like yeah, the song is great. I'm not going to be listening to it because it's just not. I-, I love Cardi B for like how like powerfully she is herself. I think. I don't know if her persona is like made up by the media because that could be a thing. Um mm-hmm. Like I like, but like when I would see her before, cause I used to follow her on Instagram. I'm like, wow, she's like, so being herself and it's like triggering and good for her for doing that. And I like respect that. Mm-hmm. I'm just not such a great fan of her music. Um, so then I went like to that opposite side of like, yeah, the song's great. The song's fine. And now I'm finding myself a little bit in the middle. There's this, um, there's this book that just came into my awareness that it existed, that came out in august of this year so it came out this summer called um it's by an author named lou louise perry and i think she called it like the argument against the sexual liberation or something like that and it's like a mm-hmm. counter argument to all of all of what what we're seeing on instagram of like all these women being like so open and liberated and i saw a few interviews with her and like i'd disagreed with a lot of her stuff but with a few things I agreed so I'm like let me get this book because like it's probably going to be a totally different view than I have and I want that like I want to really like challenge myself and like think about it because I think there's good and I don't want to say the word bad I don't like the word bad (laughs) like like there's empowering and disempowering things when it comes to what's happening In the world and even what's happening with like how on how you said you're a product of like mtv and like what we saw on mtv like it was on one side it was like freeing of like yeah you can be yourself and do whatever you want but on another side it was like a little too much at sometimes
0: (laughs) well what it was for me was that it's like oh you're you're liberated right sleep with whoever you want do this you know Mm -hmm. go crazy you know Mm -hmm. like that's that's freedom but what it really is is entrapment. And, yeah. Because and, uh, the casual sex versus having sex within a sacred union—you know, someone that you love and respect, and that you are okay with connecting souls with that
1: person—that's
0: mm-hmm. that's one thing. But then, like, when you're absorbing all of this other person horrible energy and past traumas and past traumas of their past partners and it's just it's just like never-ending cycle of like bad and I feel like that's Mm -hmm. why a lot of people get stuck in a a downward spiral and like a negative mindset yeah it's from that but that that was definitely me for sure
1: yeah, same. I like I wish I would have known like once I was older and I learned about how like you definitely absorb the your partner's energy because like our body is receiving like you're you're absorbing their energy and you absorb all of their karma and their energy and all of their like if they're not in a good place mentally, like you're absorbing all of that like when I discovered that I was like, wow, like I wish my mom would have told me this when I was growing up. Like I would have been way more discerning with my partners. And um, so yeah, that can kind of loop us back into the (laughs) raising strong women (laughs) topic.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was in the sex talk I have with my oldest and, and also Mm -hmm. with my youngest as well. I don't keep anything off of the table when talking to them about sex and sexuality and what you choose to do with your body, mm-hmm. um, because for me, not knowing as a kid that just you know, for me it made me more curious. Yeah, same. Oh, like, well, are they hiding it? What are they hiding? You know, like.
1: And then you're you know, like, that looks fun. I want to do that.
0: <laughs> uh, look at all the attention she's getting. Oh yeah. my god. You know, like they're having so much fun. Yeah, yeah. But and and it's not, and I'm not coming at this because like growing up in a Christian-based family, you know, it was like you don't do this because it's bad. And you're going to go burn in hell, and mm-hmm. that's why you wait till you're married. Blah blah blah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Go with the, go with the, oh, if you will. So it's like, <laughs> this is coming at the, from the perspective of like my daughter's soul and, and, and beyond, you know, it's like their souls, what they get to teach their children if they choose to have children, what they share with their friends, you know, spread, spread these messages of what we, what we should be at our core, like returning to what we've always been. Mm. so I've gotten a little off there but we were talking about I want to go back to where we were right before this I'm trying to think of where we were
1: with um liberated sexuality yes Mm.
0: yeah and talking to them about sex so I've literally like I've just all out there and I've had my youngest I'm trying to think of some questions she asked me she's asked me some what to me sounds like funny questions, but it's like, Oh, well, yeah, you don't know that. Right. So it's like, and you, I just answer it honestly because I'm not trying Mm -hmm. to, I feel like you protect them more by telling them everything.
1: Yeah. Because they're going to find out from someone else if you don't tell them. Yeah. (laughs) Right.
0: And the internet and it was, yeah, it, it had something to do with period and, boys having real periods where they actually bled and whatnot and, like that. and I was like I was like not exactly I was like they have their own cycles you know everyone has their own cycles mm-hmm. you know but, but I was like no it's not not the same as us and she hasn't had her period yet she hasn't started um so mm-hmm. she's but so she's always like on the brink like looking out for it she'll like have like some weird stomach cramps and she's like oh I think about start my period. and I'm like okay it's fine it's fine if
1: you do you know we're ready you're ready yeah you got this. yeah you know? oh I love that I, I love that yeah. you're doing that it's like for me when I was a girl like I feel like I didn't have that guidance like at all and I remember when I got my first period I was like terrified to tell my mom <laughs> yeah I was like so terrified and I like I had to like end up telling her because like putting tissue paper in my underwear was just not working and I'm like I need some other stuff <laughs> I need help <laughs>
0: yeah i know it's so terrible yeah she's got a whole little kit in her backpack she's oh, had that's awesome like last year because you just never know yeah. but so yeah she's she's ready but it's so important to me because like you said you didn't have that growing up i didn't have that growing up either yeah i just felt like my mom just didn't know to talk to me about these things you know it's mm-hmm. like she just but but why didn't she know right probably because her mom didn't talk to her about it
1: yeah exactly Uh, so yeah this
0: big it's it's just this cycle because you know way back when we didn't talk about these things it's like Mm -hmm. inappropriate it's not ladylike you Mm -hmm. guys stay away from and um so now we're returning to tribes of women you know circles so it's just and we don't have to be afraid to do it anymore that's huge yeah. yeah yeah not gonna get burned at the stake yeah so people may come at us on social media but okay big deal
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you go do you we will do us you know yeah
1: and that all i mean we're so lucky we can say that because it's not like that everywhere in the world still which is insane to think about like right now what's that- happening what's happening in Iran, like whenever I see videos or watch articles and like, I start crying and then like, I put my phone down. I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to just put my phone down and like, not have a part in it, like not have to worry about it. And that's like such a privilege. And like, I almost feel bad (laughs) that I have that. So like, but I think in Like, yes, there are, we definitely have more freedoms in the country we live. And I think that leaves like then a ripple effect because if we didn't have that and we saw what was happening in Iran, we wouldn't feel so called to share it and to talk about it and to be like, all right, where can we donate? Who can we talk to? Like, what can we do? Like, if we were still oppressed here, we would just be like, oh, that's happening, like, I can't. Yeah,
0: you just sympathize with them because you're in the same situation. But we're in a place where we can help. Mm -hmm. And by being aware, also, you know, being aware, the more people that become aware and awake and become um, realize of the, the powers that they hold within themselves then that also that also helps
1: yeah yeah I agree (laughs) so when do you think um when do you think this like I don't know these like decisions of like what to talk to your daughters about and all of that like was that something that you thought of like as you were pregnant because like of the upbringing you had and you're like I don't want this for my children or like was it something that just kind of like unflowed naturally like what was your I guess plan
0: (laughs) so I didn't have a plan I I was a young mom um -hmm. Callie my 15 year old I think I I had her at 20. Mm -hmm. um I got married at 19. wow Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And um so I even realized that I was not giving them my best mm. until um until I did a lot of healing myself. Mm. Because I was still stuck in that cycle of the agenda that the patriarchy for uh lack of a better word has mm-hmm. created for women you know, so i was just i was going to create two more women just like i had come brought up mm. yeah until that occurred until i woke up and i do credit oh my husband gave me the space to do that oh yeah at we've my, talked about this before
1: room yeah we've talked about this before that's amazing he
0: he gave me that space and once that occurred you know i I was like okay we have to make sure that this doesn't happen again like how how does what does that look like you know Mm -hmm. because there would be things i can't think of an example right now it may come to me later but I would do something and he'll be like what what are you doing he's like they are like you don't or like making them apologize for something that like they didn't really not mind. that so it's like when you bump into somebody in the store and you're mm-hmm. like oh i'm sorry you know mm-hmm. but you shouldn't really apologize like maybe an excuse me or something like yeah oh, you know like And that's not exactly what happened, but it's like that kind of thing where it's like programmed into you, like be a nice Mm, girl, mm, right? Yeah. Sweet, sweet little girl. Like, oh, you're supposed to be this way. And him like, he's like, no, we're not doing that. You know, he was like, he was like, you don't, you don't want them to end up that way. You know, he's like, that's not, so he really, Mm -hmm. really, you know, impacted the parenting of, or like, my view of what I, we needed to do for parenting the mm-hmm. girls because mm-hmm. the 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 goal is to make sure that they're strong and can say no without an explanation. Say yes when they have a full body yes. You mm-hmm. know, like dress how they want without feeling insecure. I want them to be so secure in themselves and what they are doing in the world, knowing that, like, they're on their path.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Do you ever run into blocks with that piece of, like, wanting them to feel secure with themselves just because of, like, I know that when you're a teenager, your your brain apparently isn't, like, fully formed yet, and um, there is a little bit more pressure to, like, fit in with the people at school or with the people in extracurricular activities or anything. So do you ever run into things like that?
0: We have, and I feel like when they were younger, it was more important to them to go with the flow and like the trends and what everyone's doing. Mm -hmm. Callie, my 15 year old, she's a sophomore in high school. I honestly feel and believe that she is past that.
1: That's awesome.
0: Um, Like she still likes trends in some fashion trends and stuff. But as far as her personality and um, maybe her morals, I feel like she's in her own. Now, Chloe being in middle school,
1: Mm Mm-hmm. She's middle school so is spicy. hard <laughs> spicy, <so>
0: spicy. Yes. <laughs> she'll be somewhere with friends and she'll say something and my girlfriends look at me and they're like you got your hands full right now huh i'm like yeah yeah i do you know, she is she is not she is so outspoken and i love that about her but sometimes i'd be like i'm here. I'm your mom like don't come at me like that please. You know, like come on you know it's like but and she's benefiting from this up uh, this form of like strong woman raising you know way longer than Callie so she's she's had mm. it way more mm, you
1: know? okay nice yeah so, yeah. so we'll see you how she'll be when she's a sophomore in high school
0: (laughs) I know I know yeah so crazy
1: I think this is amazing because like I think people don't realize like what a kind of like head start this gives you in life when you get this kind of like strong foundation at home because when you don't get the strong foundation at home you're not super clear on like who you are and here you are like 17 or even 16 being asked to, um, decide what you're going to study in college and do for the rest of your life. And like, it's really important at that age to have a strong, solid, like foundation and like, what is you and like, what do you believe in? And like having your own thoughts and opinions and stuff, because, um, like that, I think that just really sets you up to have a fulfilling life. Cause then you're following your heart instead of like, always second-guessing and questioning your decisions and and essentially like prolonging I guess your own happiness you know and then hopefully like like not everyone gets to have a moment where they get to like like you said with you how you grew up and you had this moment where you like woke up and your husband as well he's like what an amazing dad where he's like no we don't want to raise him like that like I've never heard that before I'm not saying that men like this don't exist I'm sure my husband will be the same <laughs> I'm sure my husband will be the same he was raised by a single mom and a sister so he's like a total feminist Um, but yeah that's amazing because my own under like my own understanding of a dad based on the stepdad that raised me was was the complete opposite (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know it was like no women be quiet and speak when spoken to like no (laughs) so I love hearing this but yeah yeah I know it's 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 like not ideal but like I'm very grateful for how I was raised and for I'm grateful for everything that I've ever been through in my whole life, even the, the things that were difficult and hard because it molded me into who I am and it gave me more of um like for when I have kids, like I feel like it gives you more wisdom, I guess. What would you what would you call it with like how you were raised? Like do you feel like it gave you more wisdom?
0: Oh, for sure, because I know what not to do. you know yeah i mean that's almost it like verbatim you know it's like yeah i i sometimes reflect and i'm like how would like me as a parent now like how would i have handled myself as a teenager and you know that's like really hard to yeah yourself in that position because you love yourself so much you (laughs) know and it's like it's it's the same almost you know it's the same as like a a motherly love but putting yourself in the perspective of mothering yourself which I I basically did whatever I went through like the waking up process
1: yeah for sure
0: so it's very strange to look at from from that perspective because i i say that i would do you know things differently of course but i'm like would i have because i was very very headstrong <laughs> so, <laughs> like, i was always like i was like and so it's instead of saying like i wish it wouldn't have happened just thinking from the perspective of like how would i have how would I have turned myself like
1: mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. I know it would have been a struggle. Yeah. I'm just so happy that my girls um, have had a head start on this. Like you said, it's like they've, and I see girls in their classes, especially like, well, I mean, in both, I was going to say, especially in high school, but oh. honestly in both, I mean, kids are, have changed so much and mm. they're just so much more, Mature as far as like sexuality goes.
1: These, mm, you know, that's these scary. And
0: <laughs> it it is because I mean, my youngest was like talking about porn and stuff. You know, she's like, they're talking about this, and that. I'm like, what's what's this? And like, what's what's a hooker? You know? Like, <laughs> like, okay, all right, here we go. You know. And so, I mean, that was like last year. I think. So I honestly think it
1: may have been fifth grade. Wow, that's crazy. But yeah.
0: I know. And I'm like, yeah. okay. So it's gonna be like that. You know? Yeah.
1: Like, so Yeah, it's because they have like social media and the internet, they have like so much more access to information. Like I remember I never even knew the um I guess mechanics of sexuality until I was thirteen and it was like explained in my science class. <laughs> And I was like, okay. what? You put that in where? Why would you want to do that? That sounds like it would hurt.
0: <laughs> I remember being like, that yeah. sounds horrible. <laughs> and and everything sounds so weird at that age too. And like everything's yeah. just like funny. kids. <laughs> you know, it's like, you're like, ew, gross, you know? But then you're like, but, so what's the big deal about it? You know, like, what's yeah. the deal? Why is it such a secret? hmm so,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so I have these three questions I like to ask everyone towards the end, but before we get into that, um, is there anything else that you want to kind of share or say about raising strong women? So
0: I would say probably like the basics, like the the things that we want instilled in the girls, but then also like, I want to instill to in myself, like I share mm-hmm. it with my friends and anyone that i can you know like that that, that's relevant you know so it's like not apologizing for everything you know like you don't you don't have to apologize to someone unnecessarily but we are taught and conditioned to do that so much yeah so that's a big one for us and for me as a person i still do it i catch myself doing it sometimes you know
1: Uh and
0: then I'm like oh no yeah this is not something we apologize for you know yeah and then no without an explanation like you don't have to say why you're saying no it's conditions to be so rude mm-hmm. and bitchy but I mean <laughs> this can this goes for guys too like guys should be doing this as well like yeah they should be teaching their sons this as well oh yeah not for sure woman. but mm-hmm. I mean like you don't as long so a guy asks you out on a date you don't really like him like that right and he's like hey you want to go out on monday night to this ball game okay uh no i have to watch someone's dog right i have to watch my best friend's dog at night okay well what about tuesday uh because i got i got tickets for tuesday too oh tuesday i have to uh do my laundry i don't know right so then okay well what about wednesday wednesday we can go to dinner and so then it just becomes this, as long as you're still talking you're still in negotiation yeah so a mm-hmm. flat out no is all you need and if they ask why you don't have to give them a reason you don't owe them anything yeah, yeah. i mean but we're taught that it's rude Hmm. You
1: know?
0: but if they don't just take your no hmm
1: then that's rude. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, And also like, it's almost more rude to like say no and make up an excuse because then you're leading this person on instead of being honest about like, I'm just not interested in dating you. Like no hard feelings. I'm just not interested.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, and you can say that as well, you know, and they may, they may take that and they may not, but that's, that's on them at that point. Like you've already said your piece, Mhm, needed to say so yeah those those are two really huge ones and just making decisions for yourself instead of for others or what you think they want you to do because mm-hmm. I feel like that happens a lot with children and parents mm-hmm. like you'll decide, uh, like the kids will decide to do something because they think that's what their parents want them to do you know, mm. like a certain career path, or um, that that's the biggest one for me that I can think of right now. Like, or maybe go to a certain college, or or just marry a certain kind of person, or or anything. You know, like you don't
1: mm-hmm.
0: like within your. You know, like sometimes. I mean, I guess some kids are still kind of like betrothed, or their parents still take their their yeah. spouses. You know,
1: that's I crazy. Know yeah that exists this is a good that...
0: family you will marry them yeah
1: yeah that's wild that exists in my family my stepdad is from Pakistan and his sister her marriage was arranged like the the both parents like I completely met
0: forgot that that just came through for me to mention but I completely forgot that sorry
1: go ahead yeah yeah it's like the those parents just they just met and they like both had you know kids that were single and they like put them together and um yeah i don't i mean i'm sure in some instances because i definitely have um <clears throat> i definitely have had aunts and uncles who had arranged marriages and they were very happy like they like learned to to choose to love each other and choose to get to know each other but that's not the case with most of the ones i've seen in my family at least and yeah i mean i think that's very outdated and it's very like it probably made sense back in medieval times when like you had to, I guess, um make sure that your daughter would be taken care of financially because there was only super rich or poor. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's...
0: And alliances and whatnot, you know. So.
1: Yeah. And sometimes I think it was like a business decision as well. You know, that's mm-hmm. so weird. It is yeah very very strange. but then some people think it's weird to get married for romance cuz yeah like it's like even the way that's that's my my most like favorite thing about being human is like all the things that you and I believe to be true like there are people out there who are like wow that's so weird like why would they think that <laughs> it's so fascinating to me like that's why i love I, I think that's why one of my favorite like genres of things to watch is like I love watching things of like um cults and like religions mm-hmm. like back when before streaming service when we still had like cable and stuff like I used to watch watch the shows about like people who were Amish or people who were like I love yeah. watching religious like how people like different ways of living life basically like even people in yeah. tribes like I love that it's so fascinating to me
0: <laughs> it is <laughs>
1: Very cool. So, anyways, like we like diverged a little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think we've hit some of the like the strongest point. You know, it's just just those things like can make your life easier as a yeah. human. You know.
1: Yeah. Because you're yeah.
0: you're operating from your truth and your honesty. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's what this all comes down to. You know. Like allowing your children, no matter what gender they are, to be connected with their truth and live out of that. That's the way to raise a strong human being. I love that. Absolutely. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: And knowing that they're you're as parents, like we always have their back. Like we support them fully. Mm -hmm. That is one thing that I noticed Morgan that is my stepdaughter always thanks her dad for. Is she's like, in almost every birthday card, every Father's Day card, it's you, know, thank you for always supporting me. Thank you for always having my back, you know, thank you for always being there for me. And it's not empty words, you know, it's true, you know. Yeah. 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 So that's a big takeaway I want the girls to, ha- you know, have on their upbringing as well, is being like, you know what like they've always they always have their back yeah always
1: yeah and that's super important as a parent because that like you're putting your own I guess like ego aside because you're choosing to have like when you're choosing to have a baby like you don't get to mold them into who you want them to be like they're their own person and not enough people understand that and I'm sure you can totally relate like with where you grew up like when you grow up somewhere that's super religious like if your child tells you that they're gay and then then they decide like all right you don't live here anymore I, I really don't understand that especially like mm-hmm. especially from like the mother's point of view like you grew that human in your body for nine months and now you're going to tell them I know. like they're not welcome in your home like this could be a whole nother podcast episode <laughs>
0: I know. I know. That is absolutely (laughs) insane. It is another like mindset for me. Like I, yeah. Yeah. Do not, do not compute, do not relate. (laughs) Yeah. And of course, like we said before, not just here, like there's people everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so a lot of
0: work to be done.
1: So one of the questions I ask everyone is what does self-love mean to you?
0: This is huge because I like this summer really honestly feel like I only experienced self-filling self-love for like the first time because I just broke down one morning. Uh, I was laying in bed. I kind of meditate in bed, like, I'll wake Mm -hmm. up and then I'll just be like, I'll just start thinking and doing like my gratitude and all of that. And then sometimes it just sort of slips into a meditation. And I was, I was doing that. And I told myself, I was like, I love you. And I was like, you mean so much to me. And I just started bawling and like holding myself and just laying there and being like, and just repeating that to myself like oh my god like this is this is what self-love feels like holy crap you know like Aww. this is it <laughs> and so and i mean like i've like liked myself like mm-hmm. been like totally cool with myself you know but like i don't know that i had felt that i, I know i haven't so mm-hmm. that was so huge for me i had had a cacao ceremony for the first time like a few days before I think that had a lot to do with it. But then also we were in um, towards the end of medicine use as well. Uh, So things were just really clicking and falling into place. And when that happened, I was just like, that's what this is. But so what does it mean to me? Maybe like the most raw and exposed, but yet comfortable about it. hmm. Like it's... Like in your body, you know, it's uh-huh. like you are, you are. There's not, there's not even anything you want to hide from yourself. You know, it's like it's all out, and you love every single piece about it. There's nothing you change. I think that's, that's my, yeah, version. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm like all teary. It's like, <laughs> it's so, I, yeah I like teared it's a little so bit too present. when you were. Mm-hmm. I'm like it's so present and it's just it's such a beautiful thing mm-hmm. and that's that's what I want for everyone.
1: Yeah yeah that's why I focus on self-love with my work like once I mm-hmm. like I started with graphic design and once I had like clients who like had their graphic design stuff but still weren't showing up on social media. And I coached them and I realized, you know, like the deeper layer behind everything, everything is self-love. Like if we, if, even if we had like political leaders who love themselves more, we'd live in a completely different world, completely different. And like what, Mm -hmm. what kind of bothers me about self-love is like the way it's communicated. Most times is like face masks, bubble bath, go shopping for yourself. Like Like that, yeah, it's a part of it, but it's not like that deep self-acceptance of, like you said, like it's raw, it's vulnerable. It's like probably Mm -hmm. ugly at some times, but like you still see that and you're like, I love this. I wouldn't change it. And I accept it. And it's totally okay with me. And yeah, I want that for every human as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the next question is what makes you feel the most grounded?
0: it's being out in nature but with my family um, we do spend almost every weekend like out in the woods in some way
1: so
0: you know we're I feel like I feel very blessed because we do have that opportunity Um, we have one of the largest national forests um, I think it's the largest one in the state of Florida the Blackwater River State uh, Blackwater River National Forest I believe Um and I mean the girls have been going out there ever since they were little, you know. So that's amazing. And there's, you know, clear freshwater creeks and there's pine trees and oak trees and animals and it's just that's where you can just really just as soon as you get there, you feel different, you know. Mm. So yeah, that's where yeah. I feel it the most. I f- but then, of course, like when you need to feel grounded at home, you just go outside. You go stand in the dirt. You know, you get <laughs> some good, you know, good grounding in there. My husband actually he saw something on TikTok with the um, it has to do with tape. I think it's like some kind of metallic tape and like cords, and you like run it outside. And you rent it to your mattress or something, (laughs) and he's like, "Oh, oh, we're doing that. We're doing that."
1: So that your mattress is connected to outside.
0: So yeah, so you like ground while you sleep or something, because you know how (laughs) we used to sleep on the dirt, and like now we don't anymore. So I was like, "We'll see. We'll see." That's so funny. I don't know.
1: This could be one of those.
0: Could be one of those TikTok tricks. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so one more question and then we'll dive into like where people can find you and connect with you. Okay. It's my favorite question. <laughs> no. What is your favorite part about being a woman?
0: For me, it is the ability to be a mother. Um because I feel like without that, I wouldn't have had the transformation mm. that I had. Yeah um the perspective that it gave me and more recently finding out all of the inner workings of how our bodies are connected to like other realms you know um just because it's like what we do what we can do is so powerful like i know that you know men have their own thing you know but but for us it's like we we literally bring have the ability to bring other lives into this world Mm -hmm. and man i don't know that it gets it gets better than that but I mean, I know there's plenty of people and I honor people's decisions to not have children, you know, but, mm-hmm. but for me personally, that's my, um, that's, that's it for me.
1: Yeah. Birth sounds like a huge initiation and a huge, mm-hmm. like invitation to just surrender and let go, like, while it's happening. <laughs> and I'm for excited sure. for it I used to be terrified of birth and now I'm like I I want to push a human being out <laughs> yes I know I'm like I want to do I it <laughs> mm-hmm. so for everyone that for my
0: girls too yeah like I want them to be able to um to approach birth differently than it was presented to me mm. yeah. yeah like really only had like two options it's like complete like completely all natural and then you have like the hospitaly version but they don't mm-hmm. tell you about all the other versions of between like that you could have home births and yeah you know, i didn't even know even, just,
1: yeah i mm-hmm.
0: know it's like there's so much to it yeah and i just i want that for them i want them to know all their
1: options mm-hmm It's crazy. Like when you say that, it's crazy how many parts of being in a female body is like capitalized on, you know, it's like going to the hospital and giving birth. It's a, I like, I don't know how much it is, but I I know that it's a huge bill. (laughs) It's a huge bill. And it's like insane because like, if you compare it to having a doula or a midwife and just being at home, and something that I I didn't even hear about until this year was uh free birth, where it's just you by yourself. Like, wow, that is brave. <laughs> like, that's it free. Is. You don't have to pay for that.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and it's just completely intuitive, right? Like, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm sure there's preparation to do before oh, that. Oh, yeah. Like, lots of oh, it. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. yeah. But like, even going deeper with like how being in a female body is so capitalized on like all our, our products for our cycles, makeup, hair, cl- like fashion, like there's so many industries that profit so much. And I think I'm sure it's like a huge significant difference, like how much the fashion industry profits off of people who identify as female versus people who identify as male. And like makeup as well. I know that makeup is now like a little bit more um, accepted for men to wear. I know that there's, um, who's that one rapper that likes to wear makeup? I think it's Post Malone. I think he wears like eyeliner and nail polish and stuff. And I love that. I love that there's like, like, the, I love that there's a questioning of like, what does it mean to be a man? What does it mean to be a woman? And like, that's something. I was never exposed to until I lived in New York City. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing about like gender fluid. I'm like, what's gender fluid? And then when someone explained <laughs> to me, I was like, oh, cool. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, again, interesting, like how many different ways there is to live as humanity, mm-hmm. you know, with religion, with sexuality, with self-expression, with art, like with just so many different forms of like how we get to be ourselves. And share that with the world or keep it to ourselves.
0: <laughs> true, whatever we decide to do. Yeah. It's
1: so, beautiful. <laughs> thank you. So, for everyone who is tuning in, where can they find you online? How can they find out more about you?
0: Um, Instagram is my main channel at the moment. Um, it's soul underscore ascension, but it's like soul like the sun, S O L. I'll put it Uh, in the show notes yeah um I am going to probably make a TikTok eventually but I'm just right now um
1: Instagram is like you'll find me yeah you're brave with the TikTok (laughs) I can't do TikTok (laughs) it's like that the platform is so well designed that like the first time I downloaded it I spent hours on it (laughs) i was like i need to delete this like this is not healthy for me (laughs) so yeah you're brave (laughs) thank you for tuning in to this episode of openly spoken i know that there's an abundance of content online so i really appreciate you giving me your ears today if this episode shifted something for you, please share this with a friend and slash or write us a podcast review if you're listening to this on iTunes so that more people can find this. If anything shifted for you from this episode that you want to have a conversation about, I would love to hear from you. Just send me a DM over on Instagram at self And that is in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next time.